Broadcasting live from atop the Rocky Mountains, the crossroads of the West. West. You are listening to the Liberty Roundtable Radio Talk radio Show. Talk show. Oh, oh, wow. That's a great start. All right, ladies and gentlemen. Happy to have you along. This is Liberty Roundtable Live for... Wow, man. Time just flies when you're having fun. It's already December the 12th in the year of our Lord, 2022. This is our one of two, and our goal always to protect life, liberty, and property, to promote God, family, and country, to do so on your radio and the traditions of our founding fathers. We use the blueprint for liberty, the supreme law, the land, the Constitution for the United States of America as our guide. And man, the checks and balances are brilliant and put in place for we the people to take our country back. We reject revolution. We stand for peaceful restoration of the greatest country on the face of the earth. We had Chris Carlson on with us Saturday. And we talked about nowhere to turn, nowhere to hide. We're being betrayed on every side. <laughs> we talked about that in detail. We talked about who is purposely sabotaging power plants all over America. The North Carolina power outages. I guess they were damaged by gunfire. That's meant to make you believe it's a conservative so they can attack conservatives. When did the power outages start? What caused them? It doesn't matter what the motive for the power outage is. We need to prepare individually. I'll tell you that right now. We talked about that in detail. But I also expressed my view that I'm sure it's some whacked out liberal. They'll use any means possible uh, to blame it on conservatives. Uh, And, you know, it's a tragic situation for sure. But you know what? We don't need central power in the first place. We need to become independent. We also talked about the global climate change disaster. The Netherlands are ready to forcibly close up to 3,000 farms to comply with, quote, EU environmental mandates. EU farmers are rebelling against these World Economic Forum regulations. Will they prevail? Time will tell. I pray they will. We also talked about Google Earth walkthrough. Further exposes January 6th FBI pipe bomb discussion. We are always betrayed in the end, writes Joel Skousen. Twelve Republicans joined the Democrats, passed the uh, Perverted Marriage Act. The House passed the final version with 39 betrayers amongst us. Even the congressional delegation, for the most part, betrayed us, except for Mike Lee and uh, Burgess. Shame, Utah Senator Mitt Romney reaffirms his support for a carbon tax calling it the number one thing that will help with the global emissions and rising temperatures. Mitt Romney promoting more taxes. The EPA's proposed rule and a greater crackdown on the manufacturing and the importing of goods containing HFCS, that's the refrigerants, right, which would restrict this. They're going to be working on this in the United States. Listen, in accordance with the Kigali Amendment, to the Montreal Protocol. Did you know that a global climate treaty that the Senate ratified in September is upon us now? Yeah, you probably didn't even know your thugs in Congress voted for this quote treaty, did you? It's the Montreal Protocol Treaty. They doubled down and passed it, folks, or supported it, whatever you want to say. We got to stop this, folks. These guys are going crazy, and most folks don't even know about the details. Well, that will... We'll tell you that's the news the network refused to use from Saturday, and the news now is upon us. Dr. Bradley's with me. Welcome to the broadcast, sir. Well, I don't know. I, I guess it's uh, 
welcome, welcome. Uh, we're, there's a lot of bad news out there. Big. Did you know about the Montreal story. Protocol, by the way? Well, you know, let's just spend a minute or two on. I mean, if we could. I mean, I know you probably got a full uh, plate here, but but people need to understand that. And I've I've said this on the program before, but but pe- people go, oh my goodness, uh, we're all going to die. You know, this idea that uh, treaties. Once they're ratified, become the supreme law of the land. You read Article no, 6 they don't. of the Constitution. Lies. It's all lies. But the fact of the matter is that is what has been completely buffaloed upon the American public. Truman pulled the stunt when he said, we got this treaty. we got to go to war in, in uh, Korea because of it. It's called the United Nations Treaty. The uh, Eisenhower administration spent eight years of their administration with John Foster Dulles as the Secretary of State trying to convince America and the the Congress, everybody, that the treaty overrode the Constitution. We have been fed this malarkey, bizarre conversation, I mean, since my childhood, literally. And um, and, and people believe it across the board. But but literally, the, the treaties do not. We have the words of the American Founding Fathers. We could spend an extensive length of time expre- expressing their expressions, if you what they wrote, what they said about this nonsense. And, and on top of that, though, we have the Reed v. Covert decision uh, that was put out by the Warren Court, if you can believe that, back in 1957. First, they ruled the wrong way. And they went, oh, my goodness. <laughs> See, they ruled that uh, foreign uh, agreements would override the Constitution. And then they came to the people that brought the case initially and said, uh, bring it back to us. We want to correct ourselves. And they did. They knew they were full of it. And in 1957, they put the Reed v. Covert decision out. Wish there were time to read it to you. I mean, every phrase is you'll be cheering, dancing in the streets. They unequivocally completely put a, a stake in the heart of this. What, what is it? Vampires you got to do that to? Anyway, they, they said, no, there's nothing. No, It completely violates everything. And, uh, of course, we always make the argument that uh, there's only the Article 5 process that's defined in the Constitution for that allows modifying the Constitution, and this does not follow that. And uh, it leaves uh, the consent of the governed out of it, all that kind of stuff. But so regardless of what the Senate thinks they did, and regardless, the only thing that will allow it to have any impact on us is if we are so ignorant that we don't say, the heck you say. Yeah, and we are, but here's that. the problem. Most people haven't even heard about the Montreal Protocol and that the Senate backed it or, or, or you know, so-called certified it uh, in September. No one even knows that happened, doctor. I think you're probably right. And, and you know what? Shame on the senators. If this was brought before the Senate for a ratification, you know, two-thirds is what it takes. You can go back and read about that. But the uh, two-thirds vote in the Senate, if two-thirds of those ignoramuses voted to do this, there should have been some voice in there that said, hold it just a minute, folks. we got to get this on Fox News or CNN or or some major, you know, other thing or, or even call you, Sam. And and the word could start spreading. But the fact of the matter is, if nobody did that, uh, they think they've got it. It's like, you know, last Friday when, when we had uh, uh, Nan Suon uh, from the Epoch Times, and we talked about the Chinese efforts with the facial recognition. And, and I brought up uh, what the Utah legislature passed 
in 2021 that not only authorized it, it established the criteria for, a, for putting facial recognition together in Utah, which is the keystone of tying all of these technology pieces together, which ultimately will enslave us. And, and they just blithely put it through. They don't even think about it. It's like, oh, that's wonderful. It's like the stupidity they also passed about allowing uh, police officers in Utah to not be citizens. Can you imagine? I wonder if blue helmets fit into that. I don't know. But the fact of the matter is there wasn't a single, solitary, individual dissenting vote. It's like when I've talked to our legislators about it, they say, well, we thought law enforcement was for this, and so we didn't say anything against it. I don't care who's for it. If it's a common sense error, let's not do it. But anyway, going back to your Montreal protocol thing. Yeah, my whole point is the American people don't even know about it. It never was even reported on worthy of discussion. And I discovered it looking at something else and went, what? I didn't even know it happened when it happened. And the problem is, folks, this is why you've got to fund alternative media. Because you know what? We're willing to tell you if we can get wind of things. But the mainstream press, I'm sure, knew about it. And they intentionally made sure you didn't know. Because they're just saying, hey, and then if you bring it up later, a year or two later, they'll be like, what are you talking about? That's been on the books for a long time. That's nothing new. Next. Well, you're being yeah. deceived, folks, is the point. They don't have any one authority to do this. Um, you know, you can say, well, yeah, they do. Well, I-, I disagree. Not without Americans knowing what people are voting for. And when it's literally hidden from the public, that is a problem, folks. It is. Okay. And, and secondarily, and, uh, if you believe that it upends or circumvents or replaces or whatever the Constitution, you you don't understand the Founding Fathers' intentions at all on this matter. So we've really got education to do here, Doctor. That's the whole point of it. Well, we do, but, you know, this thing, this Montreal Protocol and the ozone depletion and how we're screwing up our atmosphere with that and everything like that, we could talk for hours on this, and I know we don't have time or probably the interest in it, but, uh, you know, I used to be a, a department head and director at a university, and I had private conversations one-on-one with world-renowned upper-atmosphere scientists. And uh, they say, you know, I, in public I can't say what I'm going to tell you right now because I would lose all grants and contracts that are, they're, I don't know quite how to say it except for their whores. They're taking payment to do what you want them to do, and the government is doing this. And I sounds Even a little bit Even though they flat-out know it's a lie. They flat out have confirmed to me it's a lie. And you look at the this CO2 thing, and CO2 is a heavier gas than than anything else. I mean, not than anything else, but it, it doesn't float up. This idea of the uh, refrigerant that they used to put in refrigerators, uh, that really what the deal with that really was, was that it was at the end of its uh, patent life. And they needed something. See, this could have been put all over the world. So everybody could have refrigeration. We would have stopped food disease almost. Yet they had to say, can't use it anymore. Got to go with a new one that they could patent. It's, it's all money. Follow the money. All right. Got a question for you coming out of the next break. We'll do it in seconds plus. I got some wrapping paper that I will not be using. Liberty Roundtable Live. 
Have you ever heard of Loving Liberty Ladies? Well, the Loving Liberty Ladies are here to help you learn our American heritage and the way it affects today's society. The Loving Liberty Ladies also have a discussion guide called Proclaim Liberty. And with this guide, you can start your own group in your hometown. Get yours today on our website at lovingliberty.net. Look for our lesson supplements too. They're free. To hear all the special offers and to join the fight for freedom and liberty, please go to lovingliberty.net. The spirit of the American West is alive and well in Range Magazine, the award-winning quarterly devoted to the issues of the American West. Each issue contains informative articles, breathtaking imagery, as well as the culture of cowboy spirit today and gift ideas like this year's Buckaroo calendar. Order online from rangemagazine.com. Loving Liberty Network salutes the spirit of the American West at rangemagazine.com. Why does the left lie constantly? Because they get spiritual power from lying. The lies come from Satan, the father of lies. John 8:44. Here's how the political lying process works. Satan provides the beast with a lie. Then the more they use the lie, the more spiritual power they get. Look, the media is a lie multiplier, and this multiplication gives more evil spiritual power to the beast, and that can overwhelm and even deceive the body of Christ, especially when the body is being disobedient to the head. The churches today are incorporated, so they're subordinate to human government. They obey the beast and do nothing to restore our national relationship with God. And the government shall be on his shoulders, Isaiah 9, 6. That verse is not for the present day church. Rather, it is for the end time church, the body of the line of Judah, a message from Christ Kingdom Ministries. Dr. Scott Bradley with freedomsrisingsun.com and yours truly on your radio, breaking it down just for you. The majority of Americans don't want Biden or Trump to run again in 2024, a CNBC poll shows. Well, that's interesting. Looks like 61% don't want uh, Trump to run. 70% don't want Joe to run. So it brings up the interesting question for constitutional conservatives such as myself. Well, who should we put up there then? By golly, what an opportunity for us to put a constitutional patriot up to run for office in 2024. Here's the problem. I don't know anybody with a household name or anybody on the national stage that I might even consider. None of them understand the Constitution well enough. None of them have the track record of evidence of standing for liberty. Ron Paul might, but he's too old now. Uh, Rand Paul is probably the closest. Maybe a Mike Lee, but see, the problem is they've got some fundamental flaws that I'm not very happy with either. To some degree, I'm a purist. Uh, does that make it to where there's just nobody that I can pick? Well, I'm going to tell you something right now. If you never ask the girl out, you're not going on a date. Same thing's true here. If we don't have a single patriot to put forward, We'll certainly never have a hope in the future that we're going to win and have somebody carry out uh, constitutional governing, keeping their oath of office with fidelity to the supreme law of the land like we might if we don't have somebody we can put up to possibly win. Dr. Bradley, what do you say to this? Who would you pick? Frank, and I'll tell you that I just, I'll say extra, you know, you mentioned Rand Paul possibly. Well, 
his when his dad was running, Rand endorsed Mitt Romney. Holy Hannah! Don't even talk to me about Mitt Romney and how far off base he really is. And Rand Paul didn't endorse his dad. I mean that that's a fatal flaw right there. I mean I'm just I'm sorry. I mean Rand has said and done a lot of really good things. Yeah, admit, part of the problem is you get these Republican deals people making back rooms that probably forced Rand to do that. Is the problem? It may have been. And I even though know. I'm not for that, Ron Paul even admitted those deals happened and. You know, Ron Paul didn't endorse Richard Mack when he ran in Texas, for example. And we finally figured out why it was because he had committed, based on some dealing that took place, that he would do this and that and that and the other. See, they're all compromised is the problem, Doctor. Well, you're Even selling the good your ones. soul. Uh, uh, you look at Mike Lee. Look at his support of the Constitution-busting USMCA that he tried to ramrod through after the 2018 election during the lame duck session. I mean that that it violates the Constitution every way, shape, and form. I mean, you think about you know Article One, Section Eight is very specific about Congress having power to regulate commerce with foreign nations. No, no, the big constitutionalist Mike Lee says, no, no, we're going to have this international unelected body regulate our commerce between you know Canada, Mexico, and the United States. Okay, and then in his NSA dealings about uh, collecting our data, all those kinds of things, you say, what in the world are they thinking? But part of the problem, I think, with us having these kind of things, it's it's a homegrown problem. It really is. We, the people, have sold our souls, our votes, just like the Congress and senators do when they're in their log rolling to get things through. We've sold our, our votes for the ones that give us the biggest goodie box, largely. And and uh, I, I, I find an interesting challenge, uh, something the Founding Fathers talked about. Um, this guy, his name was Noah Webster. He was one of the founding fathers. He wrote the first American Dictionary published in 1828. You can look up the definitions the founding fathers used when you look that dictionary up and you see what the words of the Constitution. By the way, in the, in the school my children go to, that's the dictionary they use, by the way. Well, it is. It has to be the go-to dictionary for these kind of things. So they say, oh, well, there's no transistors in there. Well, th we're not talking about transistors in government here. Okay, well, anyway, Noah Webster, he, he used a term that was uh, common, I guess I should say, about conspiratorial efforts to usurp power, destroy liberty and proper government, all that kind of stuff. And, and the term was in common usage back in the Founders' era. It's called secret combinations. These are conspiracies, if you will. Okay, so he talked about those. But, but let me give you a quotation. I don't need to quote it and get off on a tangent on those secret t attempts to take advantage okay and that is the founding fathers knew that they understood it and people that say oh you're a conspiracy theorist so were the american founders they called them secret combinations they coined that term for use in that thing anyway here's here's a, a phrase beyond that 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 discussion in his writings that that kind of talks about our necessity for voting men of character to hold office but the time would become corrupted where we couldn't find those kind of people because incompetent men had been there so long that unworthy men will continue to, to lead us. Nobody this good has put their name forth. Now, that's not quite true. We know some good people that have run for office, but the people are unwilling to take them. Here's the statement. God commands you to choose ruler, four rulers, just men, who will rule in the fear of God. Holy cow, going on. The preservation of a Republican government depends 
on the faithful discharge of this duty. If the citizens neglect their duty and place unprincipled men in office, the government will soon be corrupted. Laws will be made not for the public good, so much for as for selfish or local purposes, corrupt or incompetent men will be appointed to execute the laws. The public revenues will be squandered on unworthy men, and the rights of the citizens will be violated or disregarded. I would say that day is upon us. I would say that these corrupt, incompetent men have been here so long, and it's like if somebody good comes up, it's kind of like they're going to be thrown in the fire and they'll be burned up before they get an opportunity to do anything. And, and if they are on the ballot, almost nobody, almost nobody will do anything other than go into the D or the R uh, columns and put something on there. And by and large, those people are so, they're, they're different from each other in such minute, insignificant, nuanced ways that the end, uh, end result of their uh, projection of their uh, term of office is the same. And, and I'm just astonished at what we've, we've done to ourselves as a people. It's time again. We've talked about this a lot. First, we've got to get right with God. Second, we've got to understand the principles and the tradition of the Founding Fathers. Third, we've got to get involved, and we've got to help others to get involved. I mean, that's kind of a real brief synopsis of it. But, but the fact of the matter is, I, I fear we're into those conditions that Noah Webster spoke of, you know, centuries ago, literally, upon us. And uh, it's time. It's, it's really time. Yeah, and the proof in the pudding, to make your point, is this. There's a new wrapping paper out. It's called Let's Go Brandon Wrapping Paper. (laughs) It's created by, they claim, a conservative company expected to double in sales this year. We're having tons of fun with this, writes TheBlaze.com. And I look at this, and I say, you know, let's go, Brandon. You know what that phrase means, right? I, I do know the origins of that. Yes, I do. Basically, F the president, right? Yeah. And and I bring this up to say, look, I'm not for Joe. I'm not for Donald. But I don't believe we should be thinking, you know, blank the president or whatever. I think what we need to do is revere the uh, the office if properly carried out. And if not properly carried out, it's important it's vital that we find somebody who will. But this run around and say we're conservative, acting like they hold the moral high ground with us, let's go, Brandon. Look, I don't want to use that wrapping paper. I don't want to buy it. I don't want to get a gift with that wrapping paper. I don't want any any part of it because I don't believe it carries out the moral compass that relates to we the people. Look, if we're not a moral and a religious people, we're not. So now the conservative companies are backing this agenda. It reminds me how the Republicans were were literally beside themselves when the Democrats came up with don't ask, don't tell. Then 20 years later when the Democrats were saying, hey, let's promote gay and lesbian and bisexuals in the military, then the conservatives were like, oh, my gosh, we got to hold on to don't ask, don't tell. Like, there's no tomorrow. we got to hold the line here. Wait a minute. That's the line they they feared and rejected 20 years prior. prior. We have got to realize, folks, you cannot win with the moral low ground. Okay, you got to have religion and morality as the two great fundamental supports. That's what George Washington's taught. Noel Webster follows it up by saying, look, we've got to put godly people in office. And when you say, let's go, Brandon, as your, that's the conservative side. 
where's the country? Somewhere worse than that in the middle? Because that's what the conservatives are putting up? Dr. Bradley, it's easy to see why we have the problems we have. You've kind of heard of probably about this guy, Alexander Pope, and if you haven't, you ought to go check him out. But a uh, uh, long time ago, he wrote, Vice is a monster of so frightful mean as to be hated needs but to be seen. Yet seen too oft, familiar with her face, we first endure, then pity, then embrace. We're on a very slippery slope, people. We've endured a long time, we're pitying, and now we've got a Respect for Marriage Act. Woo-hoo! Wow. Disrespect for marriage, I'll tell you what. Got a whole lot more where this came from, ladies and gentlemen. You are listening to the one and only Liberty Roundtable Live. Proclaiming liberty across the land. You're listening to Liberty News Radio. USA Radio News with Lance Pride. The Department of Energy is preparing to announce a major breakthrough in nuclear energy that may pave the way for clean power. The agency is expected to announce tomorrow that American scientists at the federally run Lawrence Livermore National Laboratory in California have successfully produced a fusion reaction that resulted in clean energy. A Libyan man suspected of making the bomb that blew up a passenger plane over Lockerbie, Scotland in 1988 is in custody. It appears the United States was waiting on the suspect to complete his prison term on an unrelated charge in Libya. Two years ago, Trump Attorney General Bill Barr announced he knew of his whereabouts and predicted his date with justice. At long last, this man, responsible for killing Americans and many others, will be subject to justice for his crimes. A judge is telling Trump lawyers and the federal government to figure it out. Rich Johnson explains. At a closed-door hearing in Washington, Judge Beryl Howell pressed the Trump legal team and the Justice Department to find a solution themselves. This according to sources talking to CNN. The government contends the former president has not fully complied with a subpoena ordering him to turn over classified records. A spokesman says the Trump team will continue to cooperate, even in the face of what he called the highly weaponized and corrupt witch hunt from the Justice Department. I'm Rich Johnson. A Patti LaBelle concert over the weekend was abruptly canceled while the singer was getting flowers from her front row fans. Security rushed the stage and escorted her away from the venue. Confusion from the singer and fans alike at the time turned out to be a bomb threat towards the venue. The performance at the Riverside Theater will be rescheduled. Thanks for listening. It's well appreciated, my friend. We are USA Radio News. And if you're one of those companies that stayed open during COVID, I have some great news for you. Government funds are available to reward companies who stayed open during that challenging time. It's not a loan. You don't have to pay it back. Your hard work to stay open could qualify you for up to $26,000 per employee at refundsasap.com. That's refundsasap.com. You heard that right. Up to $26,000 per employee. This program is complicated, but nobody knows more about it than the tax experts at refundsasap.com. You pay nothing up front. They do all the work. Then they share a percentage of the cash they get you. Businesses of all types, including nonprofits and churches, can qualify, including those who took PPP loans. If you have five or more employees, let refundsasap.com help you get up to 26000 
$1,000 per employee. Visit refundsasap.com. Refundsasap.com. I want to dedicate this song to Mr. Rupert Murdoch. Live and on your radio, ladies and gentlemen, Sam Bushman, Dr. Scott Bradley. To preserve the nation, his collegiate series and lifelong goal, freedomsrisingsun.com, his website. That's freedomsrisingsun.com. So I look at this, let's go brand and wrapping paper, and I say, what a shame to profit on immorality under the conservative banner. Even using that phrase, in my opinion, I know people think it's funny, um, but I think it's very serious and really, really highlights the immorality of the nation, the, quote, conservative side, right? The Supposedly the moral high ground side is ready just to say F the president of the United States of America, the leader of the free world. We're supposed to be a light on a shining hill, ladies and gentlemen. I mean, a shining light on the hill. Uh, and, and wow, have we fallen far, ladies and gentlemen. But you know what? When that goes on, it's bad, but it, it it's worse because listen up. Twitter files, now this is Elon Musk, who, by the way, is a socialist, so I don't agree with him at all, really, but he is bringing up some truths, so you got to give him credit somewhere. Twitter, Twitter files detail Trump's suspension, even though it violated their rules, to suspend Trump. They wanted you to believe it was their rules that required the suspension of the, the, suspension of the Donald, but it isn't true. It violated their rules to even suspend the Donald, but they did it anyway. They claimed the CEO knew nothing about it and or was not responsible. And then they had regular meetings with the FBI and the Department of Homeland Security. Now, when you do that, it means the FBI and the Department of Homeland Security, DHS, are literally tampering with elections. When you ban the incumbent and you don't ban the, quote, other candidates, Folks, you have tampered with elections. And then you have DHS and FBI literally meeting frequent, regular meetings with Twitter and other big media services. The government has tampered with elections. Now, listen, there's nobody to blame for this but the Republicans because the Republicans clearly created the Department of Homeland Security. They had all branches of power at the time, and they literally created this behemoth now that's going after the Donald. Now, I'm not really here to protect Donald, but I am here to get to the truth. The next reality is this. The latest release of internal Twitter correspondence indicate that former First Lady Michelle Obama was instrumental in banning former President Trump. If that's not election fraud, when the First Lady is in bed with big tech, is in bed with the FBI and Homeland Security, folks, we've got election fraud is as clear as it gets now, Dr. Bradley. Well, a few minutes ago, I mentioned the term secret combinations. They're conspiratorial people that that look for benefit over others. And uh, I think this fits the definition rather nicely. And, uh, you know, the, the, the problem is that you're discounted for saying, oh, there's a conspiracy. Okay, it's a secret combination. Go look that up. At any rate, that, that's been going on and going on and going on. I had to say, the absurdity to say that the CEO of Twitter didn't know about this, I would say, call, I call out Bravo Sierra. If, the, if, if, you're, if an organization no is going to, 
if I'm just telling you that's what they're claiming, though. I hey, the poor guy he... was on vacation there. He didn't have a clue. Oh, yeah. Are you kidding me, people? You know Are what? You, you don't pull right the plug on the United States president without somebody clearing this at the highest levels. And I would. And if he didn't you. know when he found out, because we all found out in the news when he found out, he should have fired all the middle staff and reinstated his account. He the fact that he went along, even when he knew, proves the point that he was involved all along. He folks. was complicit all the way along, and it's kind of like LBJ and the Kennedy assassination and all those other kinds of things. When, they're, when their lips are moving, they're lying. You know, we mentioned that uh, Alexander Pope and Dora pretty embrace kind of thing. That fits on everything that we're doing here, whether it's the, the uh, made-up sexual status things that we talk about so much on here, the Respect for Marriage Act that is a disrespect for marriage act, the so-called Patriot Act that is not patriotic, this idea, uh, every single thing we're on a slippery slope for. And, you know, there's this guy. We probably heard of him. He's, he's, a, he's a, a guy named Isaiah, probably the most quoted. By the way, Pope is the most quoted author um, in the dictionaries other than Shakespeare. I mean, he's, he's that preeminent. He, he lived in the early 1700s, started out in late 16s. But at any rate, um, uh, this guy sh- should be well known to us, but we've become so illiterate as a people that we don't even know the heritage of our, our language even. But at any rate, w- let's go back to this guy that is the most quoted guy, certainly the most quoted guy, the Savior quoted during his mortal ministry, a guy named Isaiah. And uh, let's go to his fifth chapter, starting with verse 20. Woe unto them that call evil good, and good evil, that put darkness for light, and light for darkness, that put bitter for sweet, that put, and sweet for bitter. Woe unto them that are wise in their own eyes, and prudent in their own sight. Woe unto them that are mighty to drink wine, and men of strength to mingle strong drink, which justify the wicked for reward, and take away the righteousness of the righteous from him. Anyway, uh, Isaiah foresaw our day. You know, he wrote certainly uh, contemporary with his own people, but he had a prophetic view looking forward, and, and he spoke much about the first coming of the Savior, which is we commemorate coming up here pretty quick, and the second coming of the Savior. But he talked about a time which we are in now, when good is evil and evil is good and light's dark and dark's light and and uh, sweet and bitter and all those things are all mixed up and we are in the midst of that people and and there's justification and rationalization that just never ends and because of that we've become confused and we need to you know satan is the god of confusion i mean along of other bad things but i think that the god of light will bring us enlightenment will bring us joy will bring us peace and and we've set him aside for false gods everywhere. We've put up idols in our own hearts. We say, oh, no, we're, we're too cosmopolitan to worship an idol. You know, these little golden statues they put in the corner, whatever. No, we have our own idols that we worship. They're very often political idols. They're media idols. They're entertainment idols. They're sports idols. Uh, they're, you know... F- money, their fame, their fortune, their licentiousness or leisure or whatever. We create our own idols and put them before the real God that we should be putting forward right now in order to save our nation. And I think Isaiah saw our day and all this nonsense that you're talking about. I I just got a text here a few minutes ago. 
about a former Navy SEAL that 10 years ago decided to transition to be a trans. He's a guy, became a girl, and now he's trying yeah, to Yeah, now he's going to tran back, buddy. But the thing is, he's, he's saying, you know what? It was a lie. I, I yes. did this to myself, but you know what? These people took advantage of it. And I believe the it. propaganda, and I was deceived is his statement. Well, here's the deal. Are we all so stupid, ignorant, and upside down and backwards that we can't even use logic, reason, and intelligence anymore and not make those kind of stupid mistakes? Stupid mistakes. I mean, yeah, he made one. It's big. It's him. It's what he is. But we're doing it as a country. We put people like Joe Biden in and Donald Trump in, and we, we, we go off to war on the drop of a hat for, without following the, the absolute requirements of the Constitution. And then we run around and say, wave the flag as if it's constitutional and patriotic and the right thing to do. And then well, we, we reward those the heroes as if they're rock stars, see? we got to support the troops, man. That's what they say. Well, you know what? The best way to support the troops is not put them in harm's way. Amen to What that. you're doing is you're supporting the military-industrial complex. I mean, yeah, we, we lose lives everywhere. I mean, I could give you example after example that I'm personally acquainted with. Individuals, good people, who lost their lives or their limbs or their sanity on these things, they're individuals. Lives are destroyed. Families are destroyed. It's no absolutely question. unbelievable. But you know what? The bigger picture is we're doing this for the benefit of a selfish, really, really quite closely uh, associated network of people that are doing this to our nation. And, and we cheer them on. This National Defense Authorization Act that was just passed in the, in the House, thankfully they put one thing in there, getting rid of the mask mandate, not the mask mandates, the, the jab mandate. But you know what? That whole thing, it's almost $900 billion that's going to be funneled into the industrial complex. And the only reason we're having to do that is because, oh, by the way, they put almost a, another billion dollars of funding in there for the Ukraine thing. We are, we are shoveling our military... Uh, hardware and, and uh, personnel, everything else out the door as fast as we can on Ukraine. And we could talk about that at length. But we are, we are fools. Yeah, we have think. lost our minds. Now we listen to this on the Twitter. Okay. <clears throat> the executives and the employees actively engaged in what they call visibility filtering. Go ahead and skip the break, will you? Visibility filtering to control, quote, user visibility and limit what people see on the platform. This is what many people call shadow banning. Twitter executives and employees call visibility filtering or VF, okay? So they literally did that before the election. Now, if you control what I can see and hear about a candidate, so you, you minimize their impact or their ability, and you let other candidates have their full head of steam, you have committed election fraud. Now, evidence shows, by the way, that it's not just Twitter and the FBI. Turns out that the State Department, they call it CISA, Facebook, YouTube, and Google are also working to and are bannering or banning. They're working to censor and banning information so that you can't receive it. Now, folks, you look at that and you go, folks. I don't know how it gets worse than that. It's blatant election fraud. And then the mainstream press runs around and says, Sam makes this claim without evidence. Right? But Twitter 
deployed a vast array of tools to limit the impact of former President Donald Trump on the platform even before the company decided to ban him. Now, what I find interesting about that is this isn't even about the Donald. They want you to believe it's about Donald Trump, but it's about all of us. It's about election tampering. It's about violating free speech rights. Twitter CEO Elon Musk now confirmed that the platform has imposed these restrictions on the accounts of multiple political candidates running for office, not just Trump. Now listen, limiting voters' ability to hear from the candidates during the time when they're running for office. Folks, this just proves election fraud beyond a doubt, doctor. You know, I... It's astounding. You're almost speechless, and that's a lot for me. <laughs> but did you? I mean, this this will go along with what we've got. We're talking about here. They manipulated big tech, and they control, they shadow ban, or whatever you talk about here. Uh, most of your audience probably is aware of that uh, event 201 that happened in October of 2019, that uh, prepared and delivered the uh, COVID-19 pandemic. Okay. Uh, most people are not aware that in October of 2022, as in just a couple months ago, uh, they held another one of these tabletop exercises called C- Catastrophic Contagion. Okay, now, Bill Clinton was at it doing this same magic. I mean, that guy, um, wh- what do we do? Megalomaniac, narcissistic, um, what shall we say, um, psychotic, uh, I don't know what else, but at any rate, uh, guys like that, uh, they're they're planning these things. They're saying that it will kill younger people. It'll it'll get our attention, as as Bill Gates <coughs> promised this last time around. But uh, we don't have a record really of what he said. But at any rate, remember he did the monkeypox thing between this and that, and and the the fact of the matter is, they're saying they're going to have to have much more heavy battle against the misinformation that will involve uh, a heavier approach, heavier hand in preventing people from being able to share information because people are jaded. The, the, we're winning the battle of information. Those of us that said from the very beginning this was a false operation that was created, that was carried out in order to bring tyranny and everything else like that, and, and they're letting a megalomaniac like Bill Gates have center stage on this thing again. We've been saying this thing for, what, 32 months now, and the truth is coming Ever out. Ever since it started. Absolutely. And the thing is that they're saying, no, 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 we're going to have to really battle. Now, think heavy what kind of an impact, though, when they shut down, you know, all these different accounts of candidates, but when they shut down people like me on Twitter and everything else, they're shutting down the new media taking center stage, too, giving them the only and their favorite partners in the mainstream press, the only access to the american people that they have this is election fraud plain and simple now i know that they might claim it's not you know legitimate and sam's lying and without evidence and this and that and that and the other but look there's no way to understand it folks they've committed election fraud when you literally have the fbi homeland security uh that um the State Department, all these people meeting with Twitter and Facebook and all these big tech companies and literally shutting down accounts, even shutting down accounts that violate their own terms of service, meaning 
the companies are violating their terms of service, not the account holders such as me. And they shut us down, folks. And they literally shut down candidates. And you simply cannot get information to the people. What impact does that have? It is shocking how uh, in-depth this is. And when we talked about Operation Mockingbird, back in the day, they used to laugh at us and go, look, there's not really any evidence of that. There was a little blip, but we got rid of it. And now the evidence in court, the evidence public, the release documents, it is overwhelming. But it's going to destroy complete trust in the elections and the election process entirely in America, uh, Dr. Bradley, if we're not careful and don't get a handle on this quickly. Well, if it happens in politics, it was planned. That's an aphorism that you can take to the bank. And if they hold a news conference on it, you know they're trying to spin the uh, agenda. These are these are facts. And and the, the the American people, I believe, are jaded on on these kinds of things. And and it's time for us to say no, no more. We're not going to allow this. And and we've got to basically re, re, respond with so many different ways. There's so many different levels we can do this on. I mean, I had 1,500 videos out there that were expunged because it didn't have their messaging in it. Um, and so, I mean, uh, somebody I heard from the other day, they, they lost like a, a tenth of what I lost, and they were sorely uh, offended by it. But um, this this thing is concerted. It's I mean, Somebody as insignificant as me is targeted by this thing. You know darn good and well there's a full control mode on it. Uh, the, the media that promotes it in, in the news, the talking heads, look who's paying their salaries based on their, their promotion through advertising. All of those kind of things are happening. Again, one of the things we talked about here a week or a couple of weeks ago was restoring the elections to the formula that, that is far less likely to be stolen, and that's with paper ballots, with local re, uh, voting on a single day, uh, with your own uh, precinct, with known people. You're, you're, you're known by them. They're known by you. Local counting tallied with the um, uh, chain of custody, uh, fully controlled all the way up. The chances of them stealing an election are, are far less. Now, they might steal it in Philadelphia, or Chicago because they're of the corruption that's there but to have a concerted capability of doing that all across the nation it's pretty slim because it's so completely um, separated from a single control point and by the way there's a concerted effort as you well know to to have the federal government general government take control of the uh, the elections top to bottom and implement what they did in the 2020 through that process to steal the elections. We can't let that to happen. The feds were not supposed to be involved in the election process. They were to be a locally controlled thing. That's one thing we can do for sure. And we, the people, have just got to stop and, and take a deep breath and say, we're not going to capitulate anymore. This contagion tabletop exercise they did in October, we need to say, come on, forget it. We're not going to. And if your local city councils and everybody start doing this, forget it. Look, I've got an example. <clears throat> the United States had the absolute highest death rate of all uh, COVID deaths in, in the epidemic. The absolute 45% higher than the closest nation, which was Iran. And we heard about how bad it was in Iran. But we are 45% worse on a, a death per million. 
we had, I think it was uh, 2,103 deaths per million in the United States. And, and it was because of our modalities, what we did. We did full lockdowns. We did, you know, full masking. We did mandates everywhere. We shut down businesses. We destroyed the economy. We, we did a full-out um, production of a so-called vaccine that isn't. All of those kind of things happened in the United States. We had the highest death rate per million. Tanzania, on the other hand, started out with a similar kind of thing. And their, uh, their leader said, no, it ain't going to happen here. Well, then they killed him, and they, they put a, a COVID coward in charge, the New World Order did, and she implemented the whole stuff. It lasted a few days. The people said no. It started with the police, by the way. The police said, no, we're not going to wear these masks. Are you kidding me? They're crazy. And so the, they rebelled. The people saw the police without masks, and that's where the police need to realize they are us. They need to protect and defend liberty. And so the police in Tanzania st stopped. The people stopped. The only place in Tanzania that had any kind of COVID response was the airport. They keep trying to control our ability to move about. But at any rate, you know what their death per million was? Dot eight six per million. So less than one person died per million in their country. In a backwater country, you say, well, what the heck is going on? We got all the science behind us. We got the hospitals. We got all that, dot eight six per million. So less than one per million. We had 2,103 deaths per million with all of our response. The people just turned their back on it. And that's where we got to be as a people. They have these tabletop things that they, they impose on us as though they were God. That's another thing. We got a Bill Gates that's got a God complex. We got a... Uh, uh, we got a George Schwab Soros that has a God complex too. Soros, Schwab... All of these guys have got a God complex, and, and they think that they're going to, uh, well, Satan has a God complex. I'm fully convinced that they're his minions, and, and if he had the opportunity, he would dethrone God and sit on his throne. But that's not going to happen. But we keep facilitating these other imposters sitting on their throne. It just... It's absurd. I mean, whether they steal your election or they lock you up because of a uh, shenanigan that they're pulling off, uh, it's it's absolutely absurd. But we continue to watch our bread and circuses uh, on TVs. I don't know. Do, do they have sports on Sunday still, I guess? I, pro I, pr I assume they oh, do. Oh, yeah. They put on TV. Got to have sports on Sunday, buddy. <clears throat> sure. That's that's kind of our, our worship service nowadays. But, you know, I'm not so sure you have to even go to an institution to worship anymore. I, you, you, you're aware of the, the ancient um, practice of Shabbat, where the children of Israel met with their families and had a, you know, they, they took their sacrament of their day and remembrance of their God and all this kind of stuff. And, and honestly, that's kind of a cool thing to think about that. If religions keep throwing us under the bus backing things like uh, made-up sexual status and forcing the recognition of things that are completely contrary to God's law, maybe the time will return when people do their own Shabbat-type services within their own families and, and recognize the hand of God, and, and institutions will maybe have to wake up and say, wait, 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 our own people are saying we're being stupid on this. I don't know. I don't know. I'm kind of ranting, and the time's almost up, but I am so frustrated, I'm so angry, I'm disgusted 
with how we have been corralled. We're sheep being led to the slaughter or to be sheared or whatever, you know. Hogs being led off to be slaughtered in the in the swine house. I mean, it is appalling to me that, that we as a people are so distracted by these kinds of things. Yes, it is, and they claim there's no election fraud, but next hour. Uh, if you want to stay with me, Dr. Bradley, you can. Lowell Nelson's on vacation, so he's not going to be joining me. But I'm going to talk about this billionaire George Soros in more detail, Politico, uh, who's not my favorite group, but sometimes they get it right, has some shocking details about his latest investing uh, in politics, etc. And it is shocking, ladies and gentlemen, what you see there. Um, on one hand, you and I are ratcheted down. We can only put a certain amount into elections and this and that. And then they claim there's no election fraud, but they have ways to circumvent the laws and ways to manipulate themselves into getting as much money from as many high dollar donors as they can. And there's no real way to stop them, from what I can tell. Furthermore, we'll we'll talk about this next hour as well, Dr. Bradley. I'm kind of setting up the stage for it. U.S. household wealth sees second fastest decline in U.S. history in 2022 under Joe Biden. We'll get into that as well because the American people are getting fleeced by the boom and bust cycle of hidden inflation and dishonest money. And they claim that they want to discuss this, debate it, get it solved. The only way to solve it or discuss it in an, a real sense is to have honest money and honest discussions about true asset-based currency versus fiat currency, etc. There's a lot to cover, ladies and gentlemen. But when you see the election fraud that's going on from the FBI, the CIA, Homeland Security, the State Department, they're all in bed with big tech to literally commit election fraud. And then they say we don't have any evidence. How much more evidence do we have to provide before they admit we have evidence, ladies and gentlemen? And now you've got billionaire and Democratic donor George Soros poured $50 million into a Democratic super PAC this fall in preparation for the 2024 election cycle, according to Politico. He's already at it. Trump's in, and so is George. And did you know they're friends? I've got a soundbite where George Soros was being attacked by the audience at a Trump rally, and Donald's like, leave my buddy George alone. Don't bother George. Come on. Let's move on to more important things. Why? Because George funds Donald. That's why. All right. Hour one of the can. Hour two coming up, ladies and gentlemen. We the people, along with the grace of the Almighty, can and will restore America. But you got to get involved. you got to make it a great day, and you got to choose the right. Listen, freedomsrisingsun.com is where you learn more about Scott Bradley's incredible efforts on liberty. LibertyRoundtable.com and LovingLiberty.net are our websites. God save the republic. Top the Rocky Mountains, the crossroads of the West. West. You are listening to the Liberty Roundtable Radio Talk radio Show. Talk Show. All right, happy to have you along, my fellow Americans. Sam Bushman live on your radio. Hard-hitting news the network refused to use. No doubt continues now. This is the broadcast for December the twelfth. In the year of our Lord, 2022, this is our 2 of 2, and the goal always to protect life, liberty, and property, to promote God, family, and country, using the supreme law that I am, the Constitution for the United States of America. 
believing the checks and balances are one of the most brilliant, peaceful solutions we have at our fingertips. Rejecting revolution, standing for peaceful restoration of the greatest country on the face of the earth. And Dr. Bradley is here with me the second hour as well. I want to dig into this, though. Election fraud, ladies and gentlemen, I highlighted the Department of Homeland Security, the FBI, the CIA, uh, the State Department. They're all in bed with big tech to literally spike stories and shut down uh, information via either shadow banning or outright shutting down accounts. They've done it to the Donald against their own policies. They did it to me. And literally, they've done it to political candidates they don't like, committing election fraud in the process, violating every aspect of the First Amendment, big time, ladies and gentlemen. And these are all unconstitutional agencies, so we get what we deserve. But it gets worse because billionaire and Democratic, quote, mega donor George Soros poured $50 million into a, quote, Democratic super PAC this fall, so a couple of months ago, in preparation... For the 2024 election cycle. That's according to Politico, ladies and gentlemen. Now, think about that. He's already put in 50 mil. And he's just getting started. The massive cash influx went to what's called the Democracy Pack, according to Politico. Soros spent another $50 million throughout the 2022 campaign cycle with cash going to Democratic groups, including the, quote, Senate Majority Pack, House Majority Pack, and candidates, including former Democratic Georgia gubernatorial candidate Stacey Abrams, ladies and gentlemen. There you have it. Think about that for a minute. Got a little bit more on this, then we'll have Scott Bradley talk about this. Soros is already the leading Democratic donor in the 2022 election cycle. And he made another eight-figure infusion into the Democracy Pack. It was a cash infusion to the Democracy Pack. That's one of his, quote, primary spending vehicles in the past month. Soros also gave $125 million to the Democracy Pack in January 2021. The PAC was started in 2019 and it aims at strengthening the quote infrastructure of the American democracy, voting rights, and civic participation, civil rights and liberties, and the rule of law, they say. Soros has a son. Did you know that? And his, his son, Alexander, runs the pack that he put all the money into. <laughs> now, it just goes on and on and on, folks. They literally promote massive cash influxes. But the rest of us have all these campaign rules, you see. Unless we can, you know, afford to set up our own packs. But ladies and gentlemen, if you think about the money that I just highlighted that billionaire George Soros put in, and then you highlight that Mark Zuckerberg literally spent $400 million on elections as well, how much more evidence for election fraud do we need, doctor? 
millions and billions of dollars going in via these secret packs where you can't trace the money of who it goes to. And games like, well, we don't fund a candidate, but we fund principles and ideas. And since it's not connected to the candidate, we can put as much money as we want in. And then all this dark money running around. And then, hey, we find out the government's in bed with big tech. And the same big tech people are the ones putting the money in. And foreign nationalists are putting money in like a George Soros and all these kind of people. And you go, it's just all flat out criminal. Every one of these people should be arrested, doctor. You know, um, there was this big move a number of years ago to set up all these federal election financing laws. And um, th- these PACs are all a response to that. These federal election uh, financing laws are really incumbent protection laws that are helping those that are currently in power to retain the power. Now, I, when I say them that are in power, it's not necessarily an individual, although it does play out that way very often. But it plays out in favor of the big political powers, the Republicans and the Democrats, for example. It's the, the idea that with these federal election laws, we can make certain that we limit the, um, the playing field to those that are part of the big, the big game. You know, the, the ones that have the chits that they can go into the, uh, into the big game with, and it, 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 they do have an R or a D behind their name. And having suffered under the federal election campaign financing laws in a a few of, well, I've done three campaigns at the federal level. And uh, they they really truly are an onerous burden on the little people. uh, We had to track every single stinking donation, names, addresses, phone numbers, employment locations. I mean, really, literally, you have to put down whomever you got a, a donation from, where they work. Now, these these big packs are set up, as you point out, so that they are, they're subverting that because it, it goes into a kind of anonymous pool, and then the pack um, donates according to their agenda that they're trying to do. And, and so you got these $50 million, $400 million things running around there, and, and it is strictly, uh, it's a, it's overcoming what the federal election campaign finance laws put out there. And um, it's, it's, really, it's really an indication of, of how they're controlling the agenda through the financing of it. Now, I, I could go into stories about how when I did my uh, report on my finances and all that kind of stuff in one election, I was accused of, of an ethics violation that I had to file a whole bunch more information to prove that I wasn't lying on some forms and so on and so forth. It, it really was harassment uh, for, a, for a little guy, if you will. But the, the real solution, in my opinion, is again, we the people. We've got to stop playing as the end of the puppeteer strings. If somebody gets a lot of splash because they've cannot by spin doctor created uh, TV uh, or radio or newspaper or whatever advertising they can get. I, I saw this past election an awful lot of election stuff that was being put on as paid advertising on the internet where you know you go into a to look at a video and then you get some political commentary that comes up as one of the ads. Um, 
we got to quit selling ourselves because somebody gives gets a lot of airtime and face time and exposure in media. And we got to start looking at the principles. In fact, and, the more airtime and face time and space time and free advertising a candidate gets, the more you should be concerned about what they'll do and why they're getting so much promotion and so much support. Okay, and absolutely. No offense, but Ron DeSantis fits that bill right now. Well, he does, but you look even in, in our local politics, which we're fairly familiar with, and we see how KSL and Deseret News, for example, two big media news organizations, supposedly, they're, they're agenda-driven completely based upon what you can observe there, but they came out with those puff pieces that, that you couldn't buy that kind of advertising for a candidate that was running against Mike Lee. Uh, they were the, he was the selected approved candidate for those that wanted that um, uh, movement away from even a perceived constitutional uh, perspective and and oh my heavens their chit chat and chatter that happened even not in paid um, advertising and what they gave in terms of news time and everything like that it just just in the most soft and glowing light that they possibly could. So, yeah, there's stuff like that that goes on. And, and the fact that that individual got that kind of press came out of nowhere, independent candidate, and suddenly the two biggest news media outlets in the state are giving them all of the accolades they possibly can. I mean, it is a travesty. It is an election fraud because they were based on that. But, you know, they are, they are uh, you know, a, a media that has um, First Amendment protection, too. So what we the people need to do is say, the heck you say. I'm going to look at the principles that this individual stands for. Now, that, I think that was probably one of the biggest things that ever operated against me when I was running was the fact that people knew where I stood. I was predictable. We could tie it back to a baseline principle, and most everybody runs on these euphemistic terms. I call them political speech, where they're little slogans that mean nothing Make Maybe America you, great again. Or change you can believe in. Whatever. Okay. Yeah. I mean the, the I mean listen to that Obama. That's probably one of the best ones I've ever heard or seen where a change you can believe in. Well, maybe Sam, you and I are on the same page, I don't know, but possibly. I think there's a high probability. But but someone else says change I can believe I can believe in it. It's change. It's going back to the way I think it ought to be. People take those terms and they run they run with them. And they vote for them. And we've got to start having a little bit more depth to our understanding. Again, we've got to go back and understand the Founding Fathers' original intent. And once we do that, we can, we can see through this blather that they're putting out there, regardless of who pays for it. All right, ladies and gentlemen, hang tight. When we get back, the FBI refuses again to get the whole truth about Seth Rich's murder. The other half of the story in seconds. This is a battle, a battle between truth and deceit, a battle between forces that would enslave this country in darkness and between a media that wants to present you with the truth. We are being censored. America's news outlets no longer provide the truth. 90% of news outlets in the United States are controlled by six corporations. The mission of the Epic Times is to chase the truth, to ground all statements in fact. The Epic 
www.thetimes.com. Have you ever had great honey? No, I mean really good, all-natural, raw honey? Well, now you can, thanks to localhoneyman.com. We can ship out our locally made honey all across the U.S. So don't worry, you won't miss out. Plus, Local Honey Man has so many different flavors, like Utah Wildflower, High Desert Delight, Happy Valley, and Blackberry, just to name a few. So purchase your delicious raw honey today at localhoneyman.com. The spirit of the American West is live and well in Range Magazine, the award-winning quarterly devoted to the issues affecting the American West. Each issue contains informative articles, breathtaking imagery, as well as the culture of cowboy spirit today, and gift ideas like the 2021 Real Buckaroo Calendar. Order online from rangemagazine.com. Loving Liberty Network salutes the spirit of the American West at rangemagazine.com. Decades after Jimmy Carter, Joe Biden picked up where he left off. With America surrendering to terrorists, Biden's foolish spending is causing inflation, which means more pain at the pump, higher prices on groceries, devaluing your retirement savings when you need it most. Once was a mistake, twice is a disaster. America needs strong leaders, not weak ones. Save America JFC is responsible for the content of this advertising. Dr. Bradley, Sam Bushman on your radio. Dr. Bradley's website, freedomsrisingsun.com. Check out his collegiate series to preserve the nation. Also check out his weekly webinars and more Q&As on the Constitution. You can be involved in a meaningful, productive way. Education at your fingertips. Freedomsrisingsun.com. So the FBI refuses again to share the whole truth about Seth Rich's murder. They claim it was just a robbery gone awry, but he was an operative for the Democratic Party. And experts are now wondering if the deep state is trying to protect its use of a, quote, domestic spying database. Dr. Bradley, uh, what do you say to that? At first glance, you just think, man, this guy just, you know, it wasn't a robbery gone awry. The more you dig into it, the more the cover-up. Anybody who brought it up literally got slaughtered for bringing it up. Uh, some people got sued and, and, and everything to where anybody was who brought up the concerns about this was shut down. The only one with the guts to stay with the story that I can tell long-term was WND.com and, of course, us. Uh, but this is serious because it haunts us today with these election frauds and these murders and, you know, Julian Assange and, and some of these guys and, uh, Julian Assange says that Seth Rich had a lot of great information that could have been brought forward, but he was murdered. So very strange brew as this story continues to have a life of its own, Doctor. Well, I mean, here here we are uh, six years later. I mean, he's killed, if I recall, in 2016. Yes, sir. And, and it has legs still. Um, I mean, you know, when you say, well, Vince Foster, I mean, think about Vince Foster. That's a great point. Shot himself 22 times in the head and, and made his way into a park. Not really. I'm just, I mean, the, the, the outrageous facts behind the Vince no Foster different than murder. No the Warren Commission and the magic bullet there for JFK, see? Well, and yeah, the, the 9-11 thing. And the, I mean, you know, the, uh, the 9-11 Commission. I mean, everything that comes out of these things is a fabrication. I mean, look at the Gulf of Tonkin incident that didn't happen. 
all those kinds of things. I mean, it resulted in 58,000 Americans being killed in that situation, and hundreds of thousands being maimed. All of these kinds of things, you say, oh, it's an official investigation, and we found blah, blah, blah. You know, like I say, if they have a new news conference on it and their lips are moving, they're lying. And, and really, literally, um, these kinds of things need further real investigation. I mean, you talk about, uh, you know, these fact checkers that are out there. They're saying, oh, no, all this was found to be false, blah, blah, blah. Well, then you look at the fact checkers, and they're giving their own facts made up out of thin air. And Anyway, I'm far afield because we have many, 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 many examples of things that are really, truly a lie. They've been, they've been fabricated out of whole cloth, and they're being fostered, and the fact checkers are all verifying them and everything like that. But so, I you know, I brought, until we get a handle on it, the new media take consent, uh, can take center stage until we can get enough money to really have enough reach to matter. It's just going to continue unabated. We have well, got I, to be able to stand up and, and call a halt to these con games. Well, I agree with you completely. I, I think that we do have tools now that can go. I mean, you're available on the Internet. I mean, you probably have traditional radio stations that carry your program. But the fact a of the few, matter but is not enough of them. Not enough, not near enough, but the, here's the deal. We, we do have, for example, and I'm, I'm leaving the, this field of discussion a little bit, but the, um, the so-called pandemic uh, response has been exposed from all of these new exposure capabilities that we'll, they'll try and figure out how to shut them down. They've been doing a really good job on whether it's uh, the big tech companies shutting them down or or, uh, you know, somehow technical problems happen every time I try and do a broadcast, whatever. But the fact of the matter is, uh, let's go back to the Seth Rich again. Oh, first let me finish on the, the uh, pandemic. There's truth getting out, and people are saying, no, we will not capitulate on this again. You have lied to us, and we have found everything from the safe and effective promises and uh, the idea that we're going to reduce it uh, if, if we all got the shot, we're going to be able to so go see Grandma again. No, what we're finding is that they're creating more problems with this at billions of dollars and destroying the economy. People are jaded. This Seth Rich murder thing, uh, you talk about, uh, he was in, they think, maybe possibly involved in the uh, exposure of the, the Democratic National Committee uh, emails that, that got turned out to the world. And uh, you bring up Assange. He, he picks up on things like that and, and gives them legs and helps these things grow. People spin it, no, no, this is the Russians doing it. But the fact of the matter is, uh, it was deeper and wider than that. I mean, it may go to the, to the Hillary Clinton um, server in her bathroom closet or wherever the heck she had it, where she was running top secret uh, communiques that, uh, that were being uh, run contrary to national law and and nobody's nobody's going to get their hand slapped for that, but all these kind of things maybe just maybe Seth was leaking some of these things and they're trying to blame it on somebody else making it up, and then they end up killing him. And the I I go back to Vince Foster again. I brought him up. I'm sorry, but the fact was he knew too much, and and maybe they they finished him off for that same reason. Dragged him off into the park, you know, and and. Uh, it's just bizarre to me how much they can get away with. They do, they do murder. This is a fact of life. People are killed. They may do it with uh, 
and somehow people are targeted to get COVID when they were uh, on the wrong side of their agenda and stuff like that. But I think we need to have a better investigation into the Seth Rich murder. We really do. And uh, it's it, it's six but years But I doubt anybody's going to have it's the guts time. to do it, and I'll tell you why. The big companies that were willing to talk about it, I think Lou, uh, oh, what's his Fox name? Fox News got sued over, okay, I other think, people by his parents. Slaughtered, right. And so I don't think that people have the guts now to really deal with this in a meaningful way. But these are the kind of investigations we've got to do. Now, guys like me might have the guts to do them. Here's the problem. No cash. Where am I going to get the money to go ahead and really do serious investigations? I have investigative reporters that would be glad to work on the project, but it takes cash. So there you have it. Well, and, and there's just so many things. We've brought up a number of them from the Gulf of Tonkin and the Kennedy assassination forward. But uh, you, you look at the, the people that are 9-11 truth seekers, and, and somehow they've gained some traction. There's, there's some really, really academically sound studies that have been done about the falsehood of why the towers came down. And, and nobody's ever addressed the Building 7 that 47-story building there that fell down because they had a couple of office fires. I mean, w there's people out there now going, holy cow, what's the deal? we got people that are talking about the uh, uh, airplanes and, and their fake hijackings and the, the way that, I mean, these phone calls that supposedly happened from them. Come on, give me a break. If you've ever been on an airliner before, you know that what they're telling you is a lie. And, uh, you know, the air phone things that were supposedly on airplanes, they'd been discontinued. We, we have packs of lies everywhere, Sam. And, and we, the people, need to say, no, I don't believe a word you're telling me. If you Roger have a that. And we need, and we need to fund the it. new media sources that are willing to we tell do. us the truth. And we need to jettison in mass uh, the mainstream press. Now, it's happening to some degree. You can see it because the mainstream press is laying people off left and right now, folks. It's a bloodbath at the mainstream media right now. Uh, sad, because I don't like people to lose their jobs, but justly so, because they're peddling nothing but propaganda dishonesty. And then when we speak up in contradiction, they mock us and laugh at us, and then they, you know, what, shadow ban us and, and shut our accounts down, and they have no other way to honestly go toe-to-toe -to -toe and debate the issues and discuss them. But now they say vaccine passports are back. I kid you not, the G20 group of nations, it's 19 countries plus the, quote, European Union, recently agreed to implement, quote, global vaccine passports under the control of the World Health Organization, the WHO. Now, folks, we already know their agenda and what they are trying to push. They want unfettered power and control over every aspect of our lives, folks. This is not going away. And you can see it with the climate change agenda they're pushing. You can see it with them locking us down everywhere. But I'm telling you, these vaccine passports are a disaster, doctor, because it's not just about COVID-19 anymore. It's about any illness they can conjure up and inject into society so that they can promote tyranny. And you know what? The question becomes, how many people will push back? How many people will fight against it versus how many will go along? And if the first COVID uh shot across the bow is any indication we're in for trouble sir now more are standing up and i'm grateful for that but unless we get the word out faster and more broadly to where understanding of the truth is ubiquitous we're in trouble over this one sir we are indeed they had such success with the uh, 
COVID panics. I mean, think of the institutions that wholeheartedly embraced this thing. And so they're not letting up. But by the way, the who that came up with this passport idea is funded by Bill Gates. So, I mean, you, you look at this, pull the strings, they go back to the same locations. Every single time, ladies and gentlemen, follow the money is what they say. More in seconds with Dr. Scott Bradley, freedomsrisingsun.com on your radio. Protecting your liberties. You're listening to Liberty News Radio. USA Radio News with Lance Pride. Internal Twitter files being released by Elon Musk continue to show a link between the FBI, Department of Justice, CIA, and Twitter officials censoring content on the platform in what Republican lawmakers claim to influence a presidential election. A remotely operated Orion space capsule splashed down in the Pacific Ocean southwest of San Diego, California, Sunday, bringing a successful end to NASA's historic Artemis I moon mission. The first of many to build a base at the south pole of Luna by 2030, the current mission covered 1.4 million miles. A Libyan man suspected of making the bomb that blew up a passenger plane over the small Scottish town of Lockerbie in the late 80s is in custody. Rich Johnson has more. He's been in custody in Libya for years on other charges, but two years ago the U.S. charged Mohammed Massoud with making the bomb that blew up Pan Am Flight 103 over Scotland in 1988. All 259 people on board and 11 people in the tiny town of Lockerbie were killed when the blast took down the plane that had left London heading for New York. No word yet on how the U.S. gained custody of Massoud, and when it happens, he will appear in U.S. federal court in Washington. I'm Richard Johnson. Severe weather that started out west will continue to the east all week. Katie Lewis reports. Heavy snow buried parts of the Sierra, including Soda Springs Ski Resort, where five feet of snow fell in just 48 hours. More than 15 million people in 14 states, including Colorado, Kansas, Oklahoma, and Texas, are under some sort of winter weather alert on Monday. Forecasters say a severe storm threat will push into the lower Mississippi River Valley on Tuesday, with Louisiana and Mississippi possibly seeing tornadoes, high wind gusts, and damaging hail. USA Radio News. And if you're one of those companies that stayed open during COVID, I have some great news for you. Government funds are available to reward companies who stayed open during that challenging time. It's not a loan. You don't have to pay it back. Your hard work to stay open could qualify you for up to $26,000 per employee at refundsasap.com. That's refundsasap.com. You heard that right. Up to $26,000 thousand dollars per employee this program is complicated but nobody knows more about it than the tax experts at refundsasap.com you pay nothing up front they do all the work then they share a percentage of the cash they get you businesses of all types including nonprofits and churches can qualify including those who took ppp loans if you have five or more employees let refundsasap.com help you get up to $26,000 per employee. Visit refundsasap.com, refundsasap.com. All right, Sam Bushman and Dr. Scott Bradley on your radio, ladies and gentlemen. Wow, Soros spending big money. 
Mark Zuckerberg spending big money. Yeah, passports are back, ladies and gentlemen. Not just a passport you and I might like to travel freely. No, sir. We're talking about vaccine passports are back. They want to literally control us at every turn. Sad but true. Uh, Dr. Bradley, we have really got to stand up against this, though. I'm telling you right now, if we let them put those passports, um, vaccine passports in place, you know, these vaccines that have been around forever, something as simple as the flu shot or the tetanus shot or whatever, um, if you're not, quote, up on what they consider global mandated vaccines, you won't travel anywhere. And then the question becomes, they back this into this ESG idea and the credit score idea. And you know what? You appearing with Sam Bushman on the radio, buddy, you're not going to go anywhere anytime soon. This is a serious restriction of freedom. And where will it end up? It starts with travel. But what else won't you be able to do in time is the real question, Dr. Bradley. Well, you know, the founding fathers were, I mean, I say, <laughs> what the heck? How did these guys know what was going on around this? You you know, um, I oftentimes go back to the original ten of the founders. Um, in the uh, Blackstone, Blackstone was one of the principal mentors of the American founders. We bring him up often. They all studied his work, his commentaries on the laws of England. Uh, Four-volume series came out 1765 to 69, brought to the United States. Well, By the way, it came United out States just State. in time, huh? Just in time. Founding fathers all studied that. Well, in volume one, oddly enough, they talk about the natural right to travel, the habeas corpus and all these other kinds of things, which is all violated during the way they're doing. The habeas corpus has to do with imprisonment, okay? We're being imprisoned without due process and and showing evidence that it should be done, and so that we could go into that too. But if you if you read volume one, the original volume one, pages one thirty to one thirty four. I mean, there isn't time to review four pages in detail. But uh, here's here's the first part of that. Uh, next to personal security, the law of England regards assets. Excuse me, asserts and preserves the personal liberty of individuals. This personal liberty consists in the power of locomotion, so it's being moved about, of changing situation or removing one's person to whatsoever place one's own inclination may direct without imprisonment or restraint. Isn't that interesting? So so restraint, this is a, a prior restraint. Now, of course, we got a lot of people that say, oh, well, it's not a person, it's not a restraint to have to, you know, go through the government to buy a gun. It's not a restraint to have to get training before you buy a gun. This Second Amendment stuff, you know, it, it, you can do reasonable solutions on this. See, that's the way we're doing everything now. It says without restraint. Okay, so, I mean, the right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. All of these things are definitive statements that are imperatives. Uh, these are directed at individual rights. And and what is happening right now on the global environment? Now, of course, all the agreements that they make that, that cannot, in, you know, be imposed upon the United States. But if you're going to go into France, yeah, you're going to have a hassle over this. You're going to have it in Germany. You're going to have it in... Well, and it you know, can't we, be imposed on the United States unless they just arbitrarily violate the law, become judge, jury, and executioner, and impose it anyway. And then, hey, what well, do the American people do? 
complaining? It's based on Argue. ignorance. Fight. It's all it, ignorance. The reason it's allowed to happen is because we the people are ignorant and don't take appropriate constitutional action. That's why. Absolutely. And, and again, this goes back, you know, the, the Blackstone on pages 130 to 134 of his first volume, original first volume, he talks about natural right to travel and habeas corpus. Uh, these are the exact things that are under assault because of a, an emergency, a public health declaration that, that has no foundation whatsoever in constitutional authority. And, and Americans are just, we are so ignorant. If we don't know the basis of our rights, we, we can't defend them. And if we don't exercise them, we're, we're in trouble again, too. So, yeah, we're in big-time trouble with Americans being imposed upon if we're going to travel to France or wherever I mentioned. Uh, they're going to say, oh, to come to France, you've got to have this globalist vaccination passport, which we know is totally worthless, completely unworthy of any consideration whatsoever. It does but not But they prevent. may shove it down our throats, and our ignorance may let it prevail if we're not very careful, ladies and gentlemen. Now, Elon Musk claims his pronouns. Now, you've heard me talk <laughs> about my pronouns, right, Doctor? Have you heard that before? Well, I don't know, but I kind of know what they are. But yeah, my are pronouns first want to be bad A, right? <laughs> when you stand for liberty, you become kind of a bad A for freedom. Uh, but it would be Christian, father, husband, right? Liberty-loving American freedom fighter, you know, whatever you want to say. Well, Elon Musk claims his pronouns now are prosecute Fauci or Fauci, prosecute yeah. Fauci. Uh, and I think about that and I think, you know what, is Elon gearing up for some kind of office run? You know, putting him in this position for Twitter, Twitter defending free speech, taking on everybody. Now, we know this guy's a socialist. Every penny he's made is leveraged government tax dollars uh, for, to his advantage. But, you know, he's now saying, hey, prosecute Fauci. Uh, hey, this free speech thing matters. I don't know if he might team up with the Donald. I just don't know what's going on. But I'm telling you right now, he's gearing himself up for a higher profile and positioning himself for some type of political agenda. I don't know what it is. I don't know how it'll come about. I'm just telling you, you can see it uh, now. And think about that. Prosecute Fauci. Well, we all agree with that. Well, anybody but that's nothing's being done. More, anybody that has more than a half a brain. Now, there's a lot of people that got less than a half a brain because of Oxygen deprivation, probably, that don't agree with that. But but the prosecute Fauci is a, a very valid thing. I think uh, we've said many times on the program that, uh, you know, this Nuremberg-type trials need to happen. I'll, I'll, I'll say something, though, about his office. I'll, I'll preface it with this statement. I, I may be totally wrong, so that's my preface. But my perception would be that Musk has far more power where he is right now than having to hold office. I I think he would be giving up power to go to office. I think that he can exercise, he's got billions of dollars, richest guy in the world. He's got more than Soros and, and Gates and all those guys. He could leverage that money in ways he doesn't have to hold office for. And I think he would choose to do that rather than subject himself. I mean, what has he got? Nine kids out of three women? I mean, come on. What? The yeah, heck nothing is, different I mean, than what, the Donald. Moral paragon. I mean, that's what the guy is. Uh, 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 you know, I don't think he's going to run for office. I think he's going to. Well, I hope I'm wrong and you're right. But I just look at it and I think he's really positioning himself as the free speech advocate. Now he's positioning himself as the prosecute Fauci guy. 
And, you know, I, I, I don't know where this all leads, but I know this. I hope we prosecute Fauci. I hope we, the American people start to get engaged because there's a couple of things to consider with this thing. U.S. household wealth sees second fastest decline in U.S. history, doctor, uh, in 2022 under Joe Biden. Uh, that's the gateway pundit with that piece. But look at that, though. Our wealth is just getting fleeced. Well, you know, you you really, uh, there's so much we could talk about this, too. You know, I always want the rest of the story, and, and that maybe people roll their eyes, maybe other people. Well, the rest of the story, story on this one is we need honest money, or else no matter we, what, we the do. discussion's worthless. We do indeed need that, but you go back to what the Klaus Schwab and his uh, uh, puppets and marionettes and all that kind of stuff in the World Economic Forum. You know, they, the statement, that you, you know, you'll own nothing but be happy. And, and, you know, people say, oh, that's anti-Semitic to say that. I say, where the heck did you get that statement, uh, that that perception? I mean, they always try to spin this back to a discounting factor. Yeah, they don't, they don't believe that or have that perception. They just know it'll shut you up if they make that claim, right? You're a racist. That, you're an anti-Semitic. You're this. You're that. And they just know that it'll basically take, you know, uh, the media will run with it. And then, hey, that's all that'll be talked about. And the real issue won't be discussed. It's their way of manipulating it before they ban you. Well, that's absolutely correct. But 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 you look at the effort to, uh, well, let's look at the World Economic Forum and the Great Reset website they've got. I Here's a statement they made. The response to COVID-19 proves that a reset of our economic and social foundations is possible. To achieve a better outcome, the world must act jointly and swiftly. So we're all going to go together. By the way, it's a it's a fascist approach to do this. We could explain that in detail about how the World Economic Forum is a fascist-based approach. Anyway, to revamp all aspects of our societies and economies, from education to social contracts to working conditions, every country from the United States to China must participate, and every industry from oil and gas to tech must be transformed. In short, we need a great reset of capitalism. So what's happening in the United States is a subset of that, if you will. We are losing our economic strength. There's a movement, of course, to, you know, they're going to somehow go to another basket of currencies that's every bit as false as the Federal Reserve stuff. But this is by design. And under the Clinton administration, not Clinton, Biden, what difference does it make? We're moving in that direction as fast as we can. Liberty Roundtable live in seconds. Why does the left lie constantly? Because they get spiritual power from lying. The lies come from Satan, the father of lies. John 8, 44. Here's how the political lying process works. Satan provides the beast with a lie. Then the more they use the lie, the more spiritual power they get. Look, the media is a lie multiplier, and this multiplication gives more evil spiritual power to the beast. And that can overwhelm and even deceive the body of Christ, especially when the body is being disobedient to the head. The churches today are incorporated, so they're subordinate to human government. They obey the beast and do nothing to restore our national relationship with God. And the government shall be on his shoulders, Isaiah 9:6. That verse is not for the present day church. Rather, it is for the end time church, the body of the line of Judah, a message from Christ Kingdom Ministries. The spirit of the American West is alive and well in Range Magazine. 
the award-winning quarterly devoted to the issues of the American West. Each issue contains informative articles, breathtaking imagery, as well as the culture of cowboy spirit today, and gift ideas like this year's Buckaroo calendar. Order online from rangemagazine.com. Loving Liberty Network salutes the spirit of the American West at rangemagazine.com. I think that my family has always had a big influence on me for not smoking because since I was little, I was taught that smoking was wrong. Recent studies indicate that smoking among teens often leads to the use of alcohol and other drugs. I think having faith in God is a big part in it because the way I was raised has helped to avoid smoking. Smoking. If you think you're old enough to start, you're smart enough to stop. A public service message from this station and the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. All right, back with you live, ladies and gentlemen. Sam Bushman, Dr. Scott Bradley. We're talking about this World Economic Forum and how disastrous it is, ladies and gentlemen. They're literally pushing for these vaccine passports. The American wealth is being drained right now like you wouldn't believe, and it gets worse. All right? For years, the government has warned travelers that they will need a, quote, security-enhanced real ID for domestic flights. But you know what? It's been delayed, 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 but now they mean it. It's a change, they say, nearly 20 years in the making. What is Real ID anyway, you ask? Real ID is a, quote, driver's license or identification card that bears a special seal, which signifies that the bearer of the card has been screened and approved according to a standard set by the, quote, federal government, rather than just by the state issuing the license, ladies and gentlemen. Anyway, beginning May 3rd, 2023, U.S. travelers flying not internationally now, but within the United States domestic flights, will need to show the TSA or the Transportation Security Administration They'll have to show a, quote, real ID compliant or you will not fly. you got to have that or a, quote, passport. And if you don't, you will not fly. And the bottom line is a state ID card, unless it contains the, quote, real ID federal government features, will not be accepted. Doctor, they mean business this time. They've been at it for 20-plus years, and now they're going to force this on we the people. Well, of course, there's a rest of the story with this, too, that we need to think about. I mean, you know, of course, we go back to that, uh, you know, commentaries commentary that I made about uh, what Blackstone said, that the American founding fathers fully understood, the natural right to travel, habeas corpus. These kinds of things are being imposed upon us in violation of every Americanist principle there ever has. This right of individuals removing one's person to whatsoever place one's own inclination may direct without imprisonment or restraint. And so what they're doing right now is exactly that. Now, by the way, everybody that holds a driver license in Utah is currently TSA compliant. They've got this uh, real ID compliance already in Utah's. We capitulated a long time ago in Utah. Utah is on the leading, I should call, bleeding edge of capitulation 
to globalist things, whether it's run by church or whether it's run by state or, or whatever it is, the people here are absolutely determined that we are going to be good global citizens. And that's where we're going with this thing. I've, I've had some experience with this thing. I've actually uh, had some interaction with people that actually smuggled themselves past this to be able to travel according to their own desires. And um, I, I had an experience, for example, up in Alaska with some uh, seafaring. Kind of the, 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 the implementation of this on those that uh, dealt with uh, seafaring things happened much earlier than it has in you know ground travel and air travel. But um, absolutely. That is a movement, and they're going to do it for sure. Uh, by well, they say for sure. What it was a March 2023, and uh, we will yeah, have and the to problem be, with it. The problem with it is that people are already receiving those IDs from states. They're already compliant, and what happens Utah is your has. current ID. Yeah, and I have one, sadly, because what happens is my ID expires, and then I either have no ID at all, which then you can't bank, you can't do, or I go get one. Right, right. It's it's a compulsionary thing. This idea of without restraint has been set aside on so many levels. It's a tragic travesty what we're doing in this, in this state, in this country, in the world. And um, tyranny really is getting a, its stranglehold on us. And, and I think these people that would be gods, that uh, would sit on God's throne if they could, are, are really, in the, whether it's Claus himself, not Santa Claus, or Bill Gates, or or Soros, or Elon, or Donald, or, I mean, these people that uh, that really think they're the cut above everybody else are implementing upon us these things, that, and it's it really is tyranny. It truly is. Uh, by mean, the way, it's talk. May, May 3rd, though, not March, so May. it's May 3rd. Okay. Uh, but still, oh, though, Elon Musk wants, months. yeah, you're, you're <laughs> living free for a, a little longer. <laughs> Uh, although you'll still have to pay all your taxes. You know, you don't have tax day until after that still. Yeah. Tax Freedom sure. Day. But anyway, uh, Elon Musk, though, wants to turn Twitter into a big payment platform. That's where he's headed. Well, he, you know, the guy's never been bashful about wanting to make a profit. I mean, but it's interesting that he's he's made these overtures and, you know, these, what is it, a blue check mark or a blue star or something. That he, he's these, one of those, uh, doctor. Well, the thing is that if you pay your monthly fee, you get one, and you can post more freely than than if you don't have one. So, yes, it'll be a, a fee-based kind of thing, and and uh, I understand uh, his intent there to make more money, but um, uh, I, it's just really interesting. We keep getting a little bit kind of snaffled down a little bit more tightly every turn they go, and uh, we the people need to start saying no. We're done. We've had enough. We're not just jaded. We're through playing the game. And uh, and sadly, uh, right now, I don't see enough people saying no, though. I see people waking no, up, and I, I see either. people caring, and I see people grumbling. But it reminds me of when Sheriff Mack took on the government, took on Bill Clinton over the Brady Bill. You know, there were 3,000 sheriffs in the nation, Dr. Bradley, and none would stand up. And then finally, Richard Mack stood up. And eventually, I think seven sheriffs in different ways stood up. Uh, yeah. But Richard Mack and, and Prince won the case. Prince did nothing. The other six sheriffs really haven't carried the ball. One out of seven has not only soothed, provided leadership, stood up first, and then continues the fight, if you will. Everybody else didn't. So you think one out of 3,000 stood up. And because of that, we have a Supreme Court case win, one of the greatest Tenth Amendment decisions ever rendered in American history as a result of it. But you look at that and you go, look, that's not very good odds. One out of 3,000. 
<laughs> I don't know how that relates to the American population. I'd have to think through that a little bit to figure it out. Uh, you know, one in 3,000, 10 in 30,000, 100 in 300,000, <laughs> you know, a thousand in what? Anyway, but it's not very many people. Uh, and so we just don't have enough people waking up or being willing to put anything on the line. They're concerned. They're in, in, the, in the back rooms and the quiet, you know, discussions, they'll grumble. But, but they won't really stand up and do anything. And until we get enough Americans to put some, some serious, you know, skin in the game is what some would call it, or put in some real uh, mojo in the fight, uh, I don't think we're going to have this turn around. I think it's just going to get worse. And so I'm looking for dark days ahead. Now, I know that God wins in the end. And we're on his side, and so we win in the end. I don't want to lose hope. But at the same time, I'm expecting some pretty dark days uh, because we're waiting too long. We're going past milepost after milepost after milepost where it's going to be impossible to turn around to the point where the Secretary of Agriculture, Ezra Dabinson, said, look, this may require blood to bring back freedom that's lost. This isn't something to take lightly. And I'm not calling for blood. Don't don't take my comments out of, uh, out of context, anyone. I'm just telling you. That we're passing milestones of, I believe, no return, Doctor, if we're not very careful here. Well, if you do the math, one out of 3,000 is 110,000 in the population of America, roughly. Okay, So um, if we can get 110,000, maybe something will happen. But, and I don't know where the numbers really are. But yeah, The problem is the 110,000 are so spread out that in most cases we can't make an impact. And uh, most of the time we can't get along with each other because of one thing or another, you know. But but the fact of the matter is that there is precedent for good coming out of a relatively small group of people that are committed to something. You look at how many really fought, actually, in the Revolutionary War and how many really were fully, completely committed, whether they fought or not. They were, they were behind the ideas. I mean, it depends on where you were in the regions in in the along the Atlantic seacoast, what the percentages were, but they were relatively small numbers in comparison to what was there. But it was a tough, a tough go. I mean, if you think about it, we're coming up on anniversaries of, you know, uh, Valley Forge and Morristown and stuff uh, for, for where Washington's troops suffered through the winter months. And, uh, and the thing that's disheartening is that Let's take Morristown, for example. Just down the street and around the corner, basically, the people were living in opulent uh, festivities during the holidays. They had the big banquets and the, all the pastries, probably, or whatever, you know, that they were feasting on. And the people that were really committed, those that were encamped at Morristown, were starving to death. I mean, they, they literally were freezing and starving to death. I mean... Let's go to uh, Valley Forge. 3,000 men died there, buried in common graves. They didn't die by bullet wound. They died by starvation, exposure, cold. Uh, these hard, hard things. And we don't want to go that way. If we can avoid it, we want to have a people that are free and happy. Wives and children are all taken care of. You've got a warm home to live in. And the only way this is really going to work is if we keep our liberties. If we keep the... The things this nation was founded on in in full force and effect and instead of these silent coup d'etat that guys like the global economic forum and the, the world economic forum excuse me the and the uh, world health organization and the the gates foundation and the united nations and all these people that are out there that are trying to completely subvert everything americanist 
the we're Bilderbergs, them the power. trilateral commissions, yeah. the so on. And we can just keep naming, naming, naming. The and then how many CFR people, people fight for liberty? Very few, right? Yeah. But but look, it's like John Quincy Adams signed off on all his letters. The duty is ours. The results are God's. And, and if everybody that cares does what they can, I we may have hard times, but I believe in the in the heavenly scale of the accounting system of heaven will be better off than if we just roll over, curl up and die or or go play in their game. If we want to be global citizens, I think we're putting our I think we're putting our uh, uh, confidence in the wrong force. I think that if we're going to be citizens of Christ's kingdom, we're ultimately going to be better off. But if you're thinking that you're going to go align yourself with the United Nations and have uh, have a happy ending, you're not. It's it's like Munich, you know, when Hitler and, and uh, Chamberlain negotiated the giving away of, of Czechoslovakia. People that are, that are aligning with the global citizenship thing are, are giving away that which isn't even theirs. And, and we're, we're going to ultimately have a comeuppance, I'm afraid. And we have the foundation. It's funny, isn't it, Sam, that every time we come up with something, we can say, oh, yeah, founders knew about this. Oh, yeah, they studied that. Oh, yeah, they had a, they had a position on this. Those things are easily understood and had if we'll just take the time to grasp them and apply them and insist that those buffoons that are currently in office back off from their attempt to throw away everything we cherish. And, and we've got to get better people. I mean, we do need, as, as we'll go back to the beginning of the first hour, God commands you to choose for rulers just men who will rule in the fear of God. That's where we need to be again. If we can't be that, uh, heaven help us. We got our work cut out for us. Let's say it that way, Dr. Bradley. We got a duty. Let's all commit. Let's all stand up and be counted. Let's create a valiant stand within our people. Let's humbly, peacefully, quietly, kindly, but absolutely clearly use the supreme law of the land to affect positive change towards the separation of powers and the promotion of God, family, and country. Dr. Bradley's website, freedomsrisingsun.com, a must-review weekly at the least. freedomsrisingsun.com. Our website's lovingliberty.net, libertyroundtable.com. God saved the United States of America. We the people can and will restore America, but you've got to get involved. Hey, thanks.